Welcome to another edition of the Stupid Oracle, where we talk about, or I talk about, whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Space, politics, celebrities, entertainment, MMA, and life in general. Sponsored by absolutely fucking nobody. Hope you enjoy. Stupid Oracle, set in, set in stone. Yep. Nice. Could we revisit that in about six months? Yep. Totally up for change. Why? You got something better? Wait, you just said it was set in stone. Well, set Flexible in stone, stone right now. It's like limestone. Stones break. Really chipped away. I think you should Stones put on the break. topic guide, like the top five things we wanted to cover, minus UFC, because that's all you've talked about so far. That is not true. And we hit them. We, the we uh, rapid-fire a few subjects. The last conversation I had with Bryson and Tyler, no UFC whatsoever. Well, that makes perfect sense. So actually now you've talked about UFC more than they have. Than you have in your last two podcasts combined, huh? Well, okay. We talked about, I talked about this with them. When you sit down by yourself and you have to talk about something for mi- like 20 minutes, you have to kind of know about that subject, right? You realize how much you really don't know about something until you sit down and try to talk about it. So that's why UFC comes out for me because it's the only thing that I know enough about to talk for 20 minutes straight. I think that's what makes Rogan so good that he brings on subject matter experts in certain fields, but he still has a working knowledge on just about everything he talks about. He obviously researches. Yeah. But he's a pretty smart dude. Yeah, he's just got a very wide berth when it comes to knowledge. You know, shallow possibly in areas, but very wide. And he can, a little bit of everything. He can talk for hours just by himself. Like you hear some podcasts I listen to, um, they'll be like, oh, I have to go pee or whatever. I have to take a break. And they'll like just keep the, keep it going. And then when one person leaves, they get like awkward, like, oh, shit. Have you ever I- listened to like sports talk radio where – um, say it's like Mike and Mike in the morning where Mike one is not there and it's just Mike by himself. It takes some talent to run the entire three-hour show by yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, they have guests come on, but I've always admired that. Yep, big time. So what's on your mind today, Joe? Well, you can delete that after. Delete what? The names. What names did you say? Joe. Oh, no. It's not telling. Mine was used a fair amount last time. I'm pretty sure the last episode somebody dropped the last name too. Was it mine? Ugh, no, it wasn't yours. Thank goodness. Can you just go back and edit that? I could, keep it out? but I posted it. All right, what's on your mind? Well, one of the topics I wanted to talk about was best video games of all time, but I feel like some of the people who really want to talk about that aren't, aren't here right now. We could always go back and talk about it again. You're talking about uh, here and here? Even Shane. Shane wanted to get up on that. He was like, I want to talk about that. I was kind of shocked that one of our buddies here, a uh, huge Fortnite guy, and when we started talking video games, best video games of all time, I start naming things like Contra, Double Dragon 2, mm, Mega Man. Down. It's like he had no idea what I was talking about. Like, how do you have any credibility about video games of all time, best of all time, when you don't know the classics? Yeah, it's true. But I didn't start playing video games until PlayStation came out, really. Like we, we so didn't where have would your money. best of all time start? Like what? Best of all time? I mean, not in any particular order, but it's all over the place. It's got to be Tetris is up there as one of the best of all time. I was going to say, don't get offensive to the baby boomers it's, who grew up on Atari and where Pong is the greatest of all time. Or what about, we're going way back in the day. I'm starting kind of from the beginning. Pac-Man? Yep. It's still a classic in every arcade. Yeah, well, I think... 
first create a criteria that makes a game good or possibly great. So groundbreaking. Right. Longevity. You define it in that, right? Groundbreaking for the time that it came out. Okay. So now okay. Limited to decades or limited to technology then. Time it came out. Pong was revolutionary, like you said earlier. Pac Man went from eight to sixteen to twenty four bit, you know, sixty four bit, depending on the platform. Yep, longevity for sure. And then it's like, oh, what's still fun? You know what's fun? Dude, things like Contra, those old sixteen bit games, Zelda. Awesome. Or um the dirt bike game on Nintendo, Excite Bike. Oh, no, I've it's never good. Played that. When you so mentioned Zelda, the ability for a game to be remade and still be good, such as Mario, mm-hmm. Mario One, Two, Three, Four, Mario okay. Sixty Four, uh, you know, and then you got the the Cube and all these, you know, these new systems that remake Mario over and over, and it's still good because the storyline, right? Yep. So there's another criteria. That's true. Yeah. So Mario obviously has to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, they made so many Mario. So, is it because? Is that up for debate? What's that? Is that up for debate? Mario being uh, one well, of the greatest of all time? Well, I think everything should be right. If it's, I don't know if Mario's up for debate. I think it's a it's sealed. It's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, first ballot. Yep, big time. Okay, so like the first three Marios. Yeah, just limit limit to Mario Brothers, or or say the first or the first Mario, right? That. Alone, or are you talking about the entire franchise? No, those alone. Okay. All right, so standalone games. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. It was awesome. First two-dimensional game, you can do some cool shit. But, right. yeah, you got to be able to argue about it. Discuss. I'm turn your volume up a little bit. You're a little quiet. I talk about the same criteria when we talk about the greatest bands of all time. Uh, you know, a lot of people bring up Nirvana. You know, one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Uh, and, and, you know, what do they last? Three, four years before they were done. Uh, Sublime. Two? Two years? Three years? Sublime? Considered one of the greatest of all time? Uh, yeah. A little longer than that, but I think one album in particular, right? Sublime yeah, not very title. long, though. But you've got bands, uh, Rolling Stones, 40 years, Pearl Jam, 20, Aerosmith. 25 years, Aerosmith, yeah. So the, I think longevity is a, a key as soon as Nirvana comes on, I'm changing the channel. Really? Yeah. I'm a grunge guy. I, uh, you know, if, if it's Cornell, uh, you know, Soundgarden, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Toba Pilots, all that stuff, it's me. I'm throwing on my flannel and my ripped jeans, and I'm jamming out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your grunge closet? Yeah. I've, I've, I can picture that. Yeah, it's difficult to now. Okay, so band again intrinsic value to a band like i like a certain genre versus another you're never going to get everyone to agree so how do you rank but there's respect for you know there's certain genres i i i I don't like i'm not a huge rap guy not a huge country guy and not a huge soul guy but i know that uh biggie smalls is the best and that george Strait is good to go and that aretha franklin killed it for decades so uh i'm not into any of them but I guess it depends on the coast. You got them as the greatest Tupac. of all time, probably. Well, I think it's easy, when you look at stats, like for athletes, that's how you get into the Hall of Fame, right? You for the most part. Stats, longevity, or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing with music. If you sell a certain number of albums, if you go like gold or platinum or whatever the fuck it is, it's like popularity. Yeah. Okay, you're that. That's Hall of Fame right there. Yeah. It's not up to opinion. It's like no. They, sports has the something. almighty championship game. 
two, which is the great separator for someone like Tom Brady to someone like Philip Rivers, who's been killing the stat sheet every year for a long time. So full circle back to video games. Yep. Is it based solely on sales then? Like a record? To me? No. Uh, well, we're, if you're going to say, like, is there even a video game Hall of Fame? Oh, there's got to be. You got to go off a of sale. Yeah, so. there has to be. But I'm talking about for me personally. Hmm. So the games I remember playing as Let's a kid. Let's do a top five. Yeah, let's do a top five here. If I'm going to go top five, like most impactful games of for me, mm-hmm. I don't know about the, I don't know if I have the full top five list, but I know Final Fantasy VII is up there. Of course. And then Halo 2. I'm with you on the Halo. Never going to the select my attack RPG. Is that the RPG, right? Yeah, role player. Role playing game, yeah. What about you for a top three to five? I'm going to have to go more with first person shooter with a story. So Halo's right there. Um, Halo, I think the first Halo was still probably my favorite. Uh, rank and file, man. Call of Duty. Which one? Because of the uh, the Modern Warfare, the first one. Yep. I thought it was a good storyline. I'm a big story guy. So the story, and you have to have <laughs> a believable story, content, not just, yeah, shooting's fun, but not just to shoot the dude in the head. Collect some points, rank up. I don't know. I, I got to be uh, Mario 3, Contra, big Double Dragon 2 guy. <laughs> Streets of Rage you mentioned the other day, which is a, it's a good. classic. And, uh, a lot of people don't know about that. And then I got to go, when we talk about first-person shooter, I got to, uh, 007, Bond just set the standard. Goldeneye? Changed the game. Yeah, It did. It created the genre, I think, or at least... Popularized the jo- the whole. I mean, Doom. We talked about this the Doom. other day, it's, right? Doom I was going to go to computer games. Yeah, Diablo yeah. Two was one of my favorites growing oh, up. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but Doom, yeah. But then you got you bring along Modern Warfare, Halo, and next they level. just the next level because I think they added another dimension, much better graphics, story was pretty cool. I think well, very cool. Um, from these video games, you have books, television. Comics, you've got a whole other, I guess, creative outlet based on a game, which is pretty gnarly. Mario Brothers, what, you had a really shitty movie in the 80s? Remember that? John Leguizamo. Classic TV show, too. What you mentioned is lacking nowadays. I mean, the storyline is huge now, right? It's kind of how we live in the Netflix world or or the Game of Thrones world, where storyline, where shows last... Seven to ten seasons long, and it's storyline, storyline, character building. But back in the day, when the movies that we liked the most, it wasn't storyline; it was Arnold versus the other bad guy. And that's what I really liked about video games back in the day: was you get through a level, you fight the boss of that level. The oh, goal fuck yeah. was to get to the boss of the end of the game, mm-hmm. and it kind of went along with that '80s and '90s uh, movie style. And now, I think uh, pop culture is more storyline. The video games are more storyline. You know, the shows last six to ten seasons long. Yeah, that's what's missing in, like, the Call of Duty games. Is it just, like, you're running through, pop, 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 kill people, pop, 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 and then level ends, okay, move on to the next level. But then you have games like, remember Metal Gear Solid? Oh, yeah. I was about to, that's just, yep. Fucking boss fights, like, every so often, where it was like, you had to figure out how to fuck that boss up. And, and you had to have real way. strategy. How about? You literally had it. 
like anticipate a, an attack or a defense, and yep. my, it was frustrating. You remember Twisted Metal 2? Yes. Oh, that was definitely on my list. Awesome. Love but even, you know, you're just a car battling other vehicles, and there's still a boss at the end. You know, one was an ice cream guy who's gone crazy, and the other one was a massive tank. Yep. Me and my buddy used to play that every day after work oh, or amazing. after school. We would fucking sit down, pop that bitch on, and just roll through the levels. Co-player mm -hmm. or multi-screen, whatever. They don't do that shit anymore. No. Mike Tyson Punch-Out. You had to fight a boss every time. Great. Yeah, every round. Yep. We haven't talked about a massive game. That is global. You can win millions of dollars playing it. Madden. Yep, so sports world. Sports world sports games. Madden is king. Never been into yes. them. Ne really? Not, yeah, me nope. either. MLB uh, I got into a little bit. Uh, the creating your own fr franchise and playing a season and trading. So growing up, Madden required uh, zero skill to be pretty good at it. They had uh, Tecmo Bowl and like, uh, Joe, Montana Joe Montana Sports Montana. Talk Football. Yep. Yeah, it all got a little bit harder and a little bit harder. And now Madden, man, I play against a six-year-old and I'll get smoked. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they're like losing people buying that game now because it's so advanced. Like you kind of know, oh shit, I'm not going to buy Madden because they just keep making it harder and harder every year. Or or you have people that just continue to they buy get it. They better. Yeah, they continue to buy it every year. I don't know, the whole release of the, you know, the cover of Madden is a big thing every mm -hmm. year and people still wait in line for that for that release every year. Players. Yep. NFL players. What yeah. jockey did get on the cover of Madden? Mm -hmm. It's a high point in their career. But so. there's the Madden curse. Yeah, there is the Madden. Is it still going, though? Uh, I, I don't know. It got broken. I think Gronk might have been on it. Or who was on it last year? I don't even remember. Has Brady ever been on it? I believe so, yeah. I, I want no more Patriots players on the Madden cover. At I least want, for one more season. I want season. Jets players on the Madden cover. I don't even know a single Jets player right now. Sam Darnold out of USC is the starting quarterback. Youngest starting quarterback in NFL history. We'll see how that goes. How old is he? Uh, 22. In a, in a 22 and change, I, I guess what it came out. He, he uh, won his first game ever. After, how about some adversity? We'll talk a little adversity here. His first play of his NFL career, pick six to the other team. Ooh. Comes back, throws some touchdowns, and wins the game. He's so young, he can shake that shit off quick. Yep. Yep, he's, he's doing all right. I mean, yeah, it's... It's hard to tell one season, two seasons in with a quarterback. You've got, you know, RJ3, phenomenal season, and then nothing. Colin Kaepernick, phenomenal season, and then nothing. He was ranked, before he started kneeling during the National Anthem, it was 32 out of 32 quarterbacks. He was on the bench. Free agent at the end of the year. Niners didn't want him. And, I mean, he was one uh, top four Fall from grace is quick. Fa yeah, exactly. Wasn't he just on a good team? Was he Was he really that good that year? Well, I think yep. yes. Definitely they were a good team. You had a great quarterback, Alex Smith, that ran the entire season. Colin came in. Problem with that, though, Colin came in with a new dynamic, new trick, mm -hmm. and crushed it. Teams, The teams they were playing – we're used to seeing the Alex Smith version of the Niners. They got the Colin Kaepernick version of the Niners. Yeah. And he capitalized. Phenomenal athlete, obviously, but capitalized. So once guys like Colin Kaepernick, uh, I mean, even Michael Vick, RJ3, once they, you know, will learn your tricks. You're saying RJ3? RJ3. RG3, RG3, right? RG3. G. Sorry. G. Robert yeah, Griffin. Yeah, yeah, Robert Griffin, sorry. 
I said RJ, yeah. But Kaepernick came in. He had a skill set that uh, the league wasn't used to, kind of like the Wildcat. I remember I was at the Wildcat game where the where the running oh. back takes the direct snap out of the backfield yeah. and does you know you can hand it off, run. I saw the first game that was implemented in the NFL. It was uh, Dolphins Patriots, and the Dolphins beat the shit out of the Patriots with the Wildcat. Fast forward a few years later, I don't know, eight ten years later, Kaepernick is at the helm of the Niners, beat the shit out of the Patriots, and you know. A lot of people say that Belichick's the best at uh, adapting to, you know, new things and uh, new offenses, new defenses, and he got crushed on, on both of those new things. Thoughts, yeah. thoughts on Kaepernick? When did he have his chance to get back at him, though? Because obviously that shit went away, right? It like it, they, the uh, Wildcat went away. Well, now they've working. got the run pass options, the big thing. Eagles did it really well last year where uh, the quarterback, you know, one side of the offensive line is pass blocking. The other one is run blocking, and there's certain rules that align with that. But the quarterback decides, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm either going to run or pass it based off what the defense is doing. That's the new hotness in the NFL right now, and it's pretty tough to stop with how uh, good of athletes are out there. I wish I could pick up on the subtleties you see in football. I don't watch it enough. Yeah, I think that's probably what it comes down to. So, all right, I'm an avid football fan. You guys are less. Let's talk Kaepernick, the whole Kaepernick thing. I don't think you have, you don't have to be a football fan to – no, I'd say less football fans talk about it than football fans. I agree. It's it's a polarizing, you know, na- nationwide event. I think, uh, my opinion, I mean, I think that it started in the right place. Mm-hmm. I really, truly do. At least, I, I mean, I hope. But it was politicized, and sometimes, hey, y- you might have good intentions, but you do the wrong thing, and there are consequences to that, right? So the backlash of he predicted your uh, he picked a very st- touchy subject for Americans, right? The United States flag, the U.S. flag, what it represents, um, and yeah, you you're bound to get backlash for quote disrespecting right the symbol of America, good or bad. Instead of and people, a lot of people saw it as disrespect those who died. I think he had a chance to be a modern-day Rosa Parks. And everyone knows Rosa Parks refused to move her seat on the bus, right? So Kaepernick does this thing, and he did. It was a risky, risky move. Whether or not he's a backup quarterback or not, you know, he's making a ton of money to be a backup quarterback. So he does the knee thing. Well, first he, he sits, compromises, does the knee, <coughs> and, you know, that's polarizing in itself, but you lose all credibility when you wear uh, socks with cops dressed as pigs. Right. Or you complain about oppression and you wear a Fidel Castro T-shirt later. I mean... Did he, he wore that shirt? A Fidel yeah. Castro T-shirt during a, a, a press conference. And you're complaining about oppression. What like, an asshole. Let's talk to some of the, the Cuban people about that. I just that. don't think he understood. He saw... He didn't. He was uh, foolish. Ignorant. Ignorant. And it yes. uh, could have been a Rosa Parks, you know? So I always think, I, I, when this conversation comes up, I talk to people, I say... Uh, Imagine if Larry Fitzgerald was the guy who did it. And Larry Fitzgerald, the receiver for the Cardinals, is one of the most charitable people in NFL history. Never been in trouble, never did anything wrong. He switched positions, you know, didn't want to, all to help the team, team player, good guy. I always imagine, man, would the backlash be the same if Larry Fitzgerald had done this? Mm. You think he would have done the same thing? You think he would have kneeled during the national anthem? Or would perhaps he have chosen a different Perhaps uh, a different he does kneel. Protest? But he doesn't wear the pig socks, and he doesn't yeah. 
you know, wear the Castro shirt and he doesn't uh, go over the top. I think if he uh, had a better face, a better representative of that movement, I think people would be less uh, pissed off about it. Um, I don't think kneeling is necessarily disrespectful in of itself. Because when you look at, like, when a football player gets hurt on the field, like, what does everybody do naturally as, like, a like a sign of uh, empathy or, you know, love? Mm-hmm. They take a knee, right? Take a knee to propose to significant other. Yeah, no one gave a damn about yeah. what happened during the national anthem before 9-11 because the players weren't out on the field before 9-11. It was after 9-11 when the players would come out, put their hands over their heart. That's a good point. Uh, Very good point. So now that's a, a huge deal. Um, yeah, it's an interesting subject. Very polarizing. But I, I think, man, some of the most unpatriotic stuff is, uh, you know, say, sailor or airman or uh, army member X claims PTSD when he damn well knows he doesn't have PTSD and someone else does, and they get 100% disability. Yeah. That's I think that's just as unpatriotic as kneeling for an anthem. And I think... Uh, Okay, patriotic though. So, you got again, define things. So, protesting something that you would disagree with or something you feel is wrong within the country. I think that's very patriotic. It's the most patriotic thing you could do, right? That's yes, exactly. So, to say something's patriotic or not, I guess that's another part of that conversation the country is completely founded on protest right 100 percent. yeah and uh it wasn't favorable back then either yeah Especially, and i get it yeah exactly against the monarch it wasn't yeah it was pretty polarizing back then mm-hmm. and i just i just wish there was a safe place from politics and all the other bullshit like yeah people you want a safe zone yeah people want a safe zone they want to be able to check out of reality and watch some sports and just be able to go talk to their buddies the next day about Oh, did you see that touchdown pass by, you know, Tom Brady or who, you know, whatever it may be. Talk about the play. And instead, then now the next, next day people are talking about, you see that asshole doing this or doing that or talking mm-hmm. this and this, you know. And it's just like there's enough of that shit already with. Are you a shut up and dribble guy? Like, hey, LeBron, shut up and dribble? Um, No, not necessarily. I think what it is is if you have your other avenues, like you want to do it on your off time or it's like, like what LeBron is doing where he's got his show now on HBO, which is separate from the basketball game itself. Like, that's good on you. He seems to be doing it the right way, huh? It's a different different venue. Diff- like, people have to go and search that if mm-hmm. they want to hear your opinion on it. But when you take it to the field and then you start doing your antics during a game where people just want to watch that game, they don't want the other shit with it, then it's like... Go somewhere else. Back to the the patriotism thing. I feel like it's it's a pissing contest now in the USA. Ever since nine eleven, we're like, hey man, that guy's got a flag on the back of his truck. I'm putting up a bigger flag because I am more patriotic than that person. It, it's just like everyone's got American flag everything, you know, American flag shoes and and uh, knee sleeves and hats Which, and bandanas and all that shit. And if you don't have it, you're not patriotic. If you, you know, you're a Democrat who doesn't fly their your, your flag in front of your house, you're not patriotic. Well, could you imagine 100 years ago if somebody saw another person wearing American flag shorts, speedo? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Fucking how pissed un- they'd be. Yes, Total exactly. disrespect. How disrespectful that gesture is, Good but point. today it's not. Right. Right? So. It's it, a pissing contest now. Yeah. yeah. Times change. Sure has. I, uh, 
I, I just think it's false. You know, it's it's kind of fake. Patriotism or uh, yeah, where the, what's the, become, yeah. the the idea of patriotism? The it, it's goes, not. It's, yeah, exactly. It's uh, or if you there's disagree. no requirement for overt patriotism to be a, a patriot. Yeah, labeling you're unpatriotic if you, like you said, kneel during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Well, is it or is it not? Because on one hand, it's very patriotic, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, to some people, it's unpatriotic because you're disrespecting those who have died for its cause. McRaven had a great letter that he wrote to all the other colleges, not other, uh, most. I think it was just, well, what division is uh, Texas in? Were they just the Big 12? Or? Yeah, he's a Texas guy. I remember he did like the, uh, the make your bed speech yeah. down at uh, U-Texas back in the day. Well, no, no, as he's the dean of University of Texas. You guys want to say hello? I don't know. Yeah, he is. I'm just, so he sent out a letter to his, to, his, um, to his head coaches. Hello? Uh, this is uh, Tyler making a cameo appearance from last week. Let me make sure that this is going. So, Tyler, we're talking about, I guess, patriotism. Check, check, check. check patriotism. Check. Yep. Yeah, patriotism, what, what is patriotic Sorry, and folks. what isn't. More specifically, Colin Kaepernick. We're we're talking the the topic I just brought out is uh, how patriotism's kind of become a pissing match, where uh, you have to have a huge flag in front of your house and uh, bumper stickers and right, uh, right. a patriot patriotic speedo to be uh, patriotic these days. I think there's a there's a deeper conversation. To be a patriot, do you have to be a nationalist, or are you more concerned with the global economy and the globalization of America? So you, they go hand in hand. They're like uh, you're saying. Upon you, each I feel like you have to be a nationalist. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. Do you have to be a nationalist to be a patriot? More concerned. No. More concerned. Nationalist define again. So nationalist put your nation above all other nations. Right. I think you're more concerned with the 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 concerns of our country more than you are, be it economic or whatever, than other countries. I or. Globalism, right? You're like we're all citizens of the earth. Everybody's concerned about the global agenda and surviving as a global society. Well, what's your take on it? Mm. Well, I'm definitely, I would say I'm more of a nationalist, right? I believe in American pride, America first, because I am American. Tribalism. Right. So let me yeah, let me put this on sure. you, uh, America, the great superpower they are, uh, greatest military on earth. There's genocide taking place in another country. Is it or not our duty to intervene? At what cost? Doesn't at, matter. At the cost of American lives. The cost. You, you don't know the cost. That's your choice. Your choice on the front end is to intervene without knowing cost. Obviously, you know about uh, supplying loss. the intervention, but. You don't you don't know the loss of life or uh, the economic cost and the it, do you, should we intervene? I don't know. I, I think hindsight's always twenty twenty. But as a, I mean, I have moral convictions, right? When you see people being wronged in a different part of the world, I'm a human, right? So I feel like empathetic for that. I there, feel like yeah, we should intervene. That's some globalism for you right there. Yeah, I'd say I'm a globalist to an extent, but I'm also nationalist to a point. I think there has to be limits with everything, right? Well, 
But you yeah, prioritize we, your uh, allegiances. What What was it that you mentioned the other day? Like uh, Osama bin Laden said that the best way to cripple America is to draw them into an engagement that's going to financially cripple them, right? Yeah, bring uh, America into a war that never ends. And, and essentially that's what's happening, 17 right? years later, he's done a, a pretty good job at that. I mean, how many trillions of dollars has America spent on foreign defense and on this war on terror? And how much did... But the idea of homeland security versus national security, so national security would be branching out, going to attack your enemy and stopping the problem before it comes to the homeland. And homeland would be, you know, big borders, border walls, all that stuff. So you're more on the homeland security side as far as... I am, yep. Okay. Second and third order effects, too. Right. When you decide to do something or not to do something. Right. It's going to affect the nation. Right. And I think it's very hard. I do. I am not jealous of the people in the positions that make those decisions. Like foreign policy and diplomacy, I think, is a huge responsibility. And I think a lot of times we are very judgmental of those type of people because hindsight is always twenty twenty. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a heavy conversation that I stepped into. And it all and started with Colin Kaepernick. Actually, it started, it started with video games. It started with video games. <laughs> we were Did pretty it? lighthearted in the wow, beginning. This is, this is definitely taking and a turn. And then it changed. Yeah. Big time. Let's so, bring our Fortnite guest in here, the, the man I mentioned <laughs> earlier. You know, Mr. Fortnite. What's the greatest game of all time? He says Fortnite. Like, does he? No, he does. He say that? No, he doesn't. I'm just joking. But uh, I've always said Goldeneye. Goldeneye did come up. Yep, Goldeneye definitely came up. Fortnite forever. <laughs> <laughs> I I played Fortnite for. 20 minutes no. once and I was like nope never again I, I did too totally overrated yeah. is, when I was in Virginia Fortnite? with my brother-in-law he was in high school and his cousin I was like how do you play this game I don't get it it's They're not building easy walls that's for one and no like, it's not easy no, god I wish I got in the, the bottom floor of Fortnite is, though I don't even understand <laughs> is Fortnite is, bucks it, their way. is Fortnite a Xbox game About or is this everything. a PC game all system is it why Handheld too, right? Is it on some handheld devices? Yeah, it's yeah. on your phone. No, but it just did, the concept didn't make sense to me. It was like, okay, I'm getting into a gunfight. Let me build <laughs> something real quick. And you build something and then you shoot from it. What? But Why are you giving me that stupid look? But the concept of Fortnite is that the earth, the your map gets smaller, right? Well, it's the same map though, correct? It's the same basic map. See, there's a lot of questions. I've never I've played, I don't I've know never why you're giving Fortnite. me that stupid look because I've watched YouTube videos where these dudes are getting shot at and then they fucking like build a house. Now that you have the mic. Oh. Check, check. Why do you build? So it's a great feature in that game. Why do you build? To create cover. Um,. To get over things, get over different structures. It's just another. Uh, it's something else that's added into a normal game like that, where okay. you know, the H one Z one, you know, everyone drops into the same map. Mm-hmm. Well, I, do, I do like the that circle exactly. So it's just it's something off of that where eventually it's something extra. So, so you, you have to harvest material. You have to do extra things in the game instead of just the typical, you know, shoot the enemy. All while you're getting shot at? Yeah, it's just a... What's know, the prime... Like, do you gain more points or more advantage if you kill another player or if you build the structure? And you just last, right? You yeah, just have to only, outlast, right? There's no, none, none of it matters. You just have to be last. There's only only and one you winner. one life? It's kind of like Highlander. Mm, only Remember one that winner. movie? It's the only I thing do. that matters. I'm, I'm old. old. What's the What was the saying for that movie? 
Highlander. Uh, where they cut your head off and you get the power. Only one something. There can be only one. There can be only one. That's it. Yep. <laughs> you guys ever seen that movie? I think I have seen it. You guys Sean Connery. Best one. A, I'm 31 years First old. One. So is uh, these these Am cats? I, I feel across, like I've seen Highlander. All across the world. All across the globe. There's like these immortal guys, right? But the only way you can kill them is by cutting their head off with a sword. With a sword. Oh. And then special sword, I think. If you were a Highlander and you killed another immortal by cutting his head off, you took his power. And you became immortal. You became, well, you were already immortal, right? But you just got stronger. Oh. And then it was kind of like the storyline involved the last two guys. It's like that Slither game you were playing. Yep, Slither. What's that? Speak up. What? So it's like that Slither game you're playing. You just absorb them and you get bigger. Yeah, Slither. Snake game? Yeah, Slither, the snake game. That's where you just eat the apples. Uh, you you eat these little these little blips, but if you uh, another snake runs into you, he turns into blips, and then you can eat him. But if you run into another snake, as you get bigger, it's harder. Yeah, so Highlander stole the concept, and then they made the movie, or vice versa. Vice versa. I don't know. Slither seems like a pretty new game. It's new. It might be like a uh, <laughs> a reinvention of Snake. Remember Snake on like the old Nokia that's, phones? That's what I was thinking of. It eats yeah. apples, right? Yeah, I think you just eat the little blips, and you can go through the walls. But you, you can't run hit into your yourself. own. But you can't hit your own. Se- yeah, you can't hit your own tail. So greatest game of all time. Did Kevin leave the uh, stink on that microphone for you? Yeah, it smells so a little rubbery. Smells right? like bad breath. Really? This one smells kind of like chapstick. I mean, he had to get that thing shoved into his mouth. I had to turn his volume down. Yeah, he was spitting. I told you he's from South Boston. He's loud. I'm disappointed. I uh, I didn't catch the beginning of this podcast. Was Kevin getting after or what? No, it's pretty serious. We got serious quick. I walked in and it was not a conversation for me. You guys talking about? No, I was. Global. It was a heavy conversation. Well, Kevin did bring up Colin Kaepernick. Globalism I was, and yeah, I was crickets when you guys were talking about that. I I, was, I didn't uh, even know what it meant. <laughs> That's why I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> the last time we were on here, we figured out the, the definition of osmosis See? and photosynthesis. Boom. That's how smart we are. Crushed it. Oh. Yeah, but you, you knew the concept. You just looked up the definition. Right. Is this the correct definition of osmosis? When uh, you have a like a DiGiorno pizza in a box, right, in the fridge, uh-huh. and then the flavor from the cardboard seeps into the crust of the pizza. Is that osmosis? I mean, the concept is accurate. In an abstract kind of way, I think it is. Yeah. Osmosis. Couldn't tell you what the actual definition is. I mean, Google Coupled Neil. So I'm going to change this back to video games because that's what this whole thing's supposed to be about. Bringing you up to speed on what we talked about, we said we kind of broke it down as like Hall of Fame style. Mm. We're like stats equal Hall of Fame. Or like a rock and roll Hall of Fame equals album sales, right? So that's kind of what we were basing our top video games on. So right. Mario's up there, right? Even simple things like Tetris, Pac-Man, yep. Fortnite on that. When you add that in, when it comes to money and sales. Yeah, Fortnite's, Fortnite's probably huge. up there. Halo Two. What about Dungeons and Dragons? Would Kay. that be? Isn't that a board game? It's a board game. Oh. Oh yeah, it is a board game. Yeah. So there is a Hall of Fame. Video Game Hall of Fame. Is oh. Mm-hmm. We need a... What do we got? You got a top 10 or something? So, Video Game Hall of Fame. Let me, let me try to guess them. Well, hold on. I this, maybe this is just... 50 games. Maybe this is just the 2018 nominees. Is Madden in there? Oh, for sure. 
Madden's got to be in the there. 2K1 throughout series. Right. Tony Hawk is yep. in there. But is it necessarily be. fair if you have a series that, like a game that comes out every single year? I like, think if you can, you can argue that it, as long as the game maintains popularity every year. Yeah, because they're improving. I mean, it, Kanye I West has dropped the an Halo album series. Every year, right? I mean, look at that. that yeah, Destiny. Destiny's trash. Destiny, Destiny was huge though when it first came out. It I hate w- it. Ooh, what's it was that a new, fat. It was a fat anthem. Hold on. anthem. You guys uh, can't can't talk over each other. It'll be all confusing for the listeners. The four of them. I forget we're on a podcast. Hi, four listeners. Okay, so this year's Hall of Fame nominees are Asteroids. Blame Asteroids. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's. I don't. Even, I don't know if I've ever even played Asteroids. I think it's, Asteroids. It's Asteroids is the game where there's the little triangle and all the little rocks are yep. floating into the screen and you or can asteroids. shoot them. Yeah. And then they break apart. Yeah. Oh, those are awesome. That one's fun. That's it's fun. Uh, asteroids was not on a console. It was just a standalone video game. But that's right. up for Yeah. Up for Call of, of Duty, mm-hmm. Dance Dance Revolution, <laughs> Final Fantasy 7. Yep. Automatic. Half-Life. Half-Life. I know I've I don't Half-Life. think I've ever heard of Half-Life. Mm-hmm. That's PC, right? No idea. Eh, uh, what next. Was, it? was World Warcraft, right? That was PC. Yep. That's huge. That's probably already in there. Um, John Madden Football, King's Quest, Metroid, Minecraft, Minecraft, Miss, Minecraft. Pac-Man, Space War, and Tomb Raider. Hmm. Yeah, you could put Tomb Raider in there. I, I think the Tomb Raider is a classic. They I mean, the, they pro- the new one. It was really good. Uh, the Persian Knights of Prince Persia. Prince of Persia made a movie. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it could have been cool. I heard it was not good though. Never no, it was watched not it. good. Uh, it was speaking of been. not good. Have you guys seen the latest Jurassic Park? Yes. No. no. Fucking terrible. Yeah, rotten. Faux show. Hmm. It got forty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. It should have been zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> should have been zero. <laughs> Yeah, love love Chris Pratt, but it was awful. They what? took every predictable scene from every other Jurassic Park and they put it in this movie. Oh, you could predict the whole movie as mm-hmm. it was happening. That's like, why you didn't like it because it was just so predictable. Yeah. yeah. What was different? What w- did they try to add on to like a like a the last ones or was it like a a completely new scenario, completely new setting? How I mean, was it, like the, story the, the only new setting that you could say a little bit is the fact that they brought some of the dinosaurs off the island. But okay. That also happened in Jurassic Park 2 or 3. 2. 2. With uh, Goldblum. And they did that better because that was a T-Rex. <laughs> 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 Running through the streets of Los Angeles? Yeah. So, And they only brought one. The new one, they bring a bunch back, but it's in an island off Oregon, I think, something like that. Yeah, and they never... They never really... I think that just reaffirms my belief that Hollywood's running out of a good ideas. Look at Star Wars. Yeah. They basically are recreating the original episodes. Never seen them. Which is a travesty, in my opinion. Yeah, Shane is over here saying that they put two different uh, directors and creators for the two different episodes. And they also wrote the script while they were filming and rewrote the script and rewrote the script. Ryan Johnson should be shot. <laughs> yeah, the more I think about the new Star Wars, the more I'm kind of like, mm, the storyline's not so great. They're like entertaining to watch at least, but visually, 
storyline wise, it's kind of what is interesting stupid. is that the new John Favreau directed live action series has the same size budget as Game of Thrones, and that's a massive budget. And John Hell, Favreau, yeah. how much is that girl getting paid from Game of Thrones? The Amelia uh, Clark, Khaleesi, the, Bonner, the like princess or whatever, Khaleesi. I don't know. Which no, one are you talking about? Sorry, might Cersei. Be, might not even be the Queen. Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was like maybe it's not even Game of Thrones. It is Game of Thrones. She she had all those dragons. Khaleesi, how much is she getting paid? I heard it was a ridiculous amount uh, per episode. More than I, am. I don't know, but yeah, her name is <laughs> Amelia Clark. Let's not Google it. What's her name? Amelia Clark. She's a fantastic actress. She's a Why cutie too. What are her redeeming qualities? She looks real good naked. <laughs> <laughs> she has yeah. great teeth. Yeah, fantastic nice. smile. What's great smile. Real bright eyes. Very nice teeth. <laughs> uh, she was in uh she was in a Terminator movie. You guys mm-hmm. know that? Did yep. not know that. Which one was that? Uh the last shitty one? Genesis. Genesis? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to go watch oh, it. Five hundred thousand per episode. Good per lord. Episode. And per episode. That's nothing. Eight eight to what? ten episodes per Friends? season. Friends? Remember remember the show Friends? Of course. No, I've never heard of it. Each person no, no. was getting paid a million dollars an episode. No way. Yes. No yeah, but like half way. the country was watching that yes. fucking show. I wonder if half the country is watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Show. Well, I, I want to say like the last, I don't know, few seasons, they're getting paid a million Isn't there like dollars an episode? 20 seasons? There's like, yeah, 12, 15. How many episodes... Of friends are in one season. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot. Twelve. Like 20, yeah. No, I, I think 20, it's like twenty-two or that. something. I can't see it, them getting paid that much. There's a lot. There's a lot of episodes. There are because that's like normal um, run times. Because what is it? The uh, sweeps week and all that stuff. Then you have yeah a there, few weeks. I think because my wife and I actually not too long ago watched the entire Friends show. From start to finish, and it is a lot. Ugh. It was a huge investment. Did the same thing with Seinfeld on employment, and it was hilarious. Seinfeld's great. I'd rather what, do that with Seinfeld than Friends. What was your favorite Seinfeld episode? Mm. Initial. Oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. You weren't even yeah. on there, and you did it? So in seasons, nine, in seasons <laughs> 9 and 10, they were paid a million dollars each. 9 and 10? Yeah, but in the beginning they were paid $75,000, which is still like even I, still. You could live off that. Talk about an increase. You could leave it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were balling from the start. Yeah, you could. Uh, there's so, so many so good fa- episodes. So favorite Seinfeld episode. I think mine was probably when they uh went to the mall and they left their they parked their car in the parking garage and they couldn't find it. <laughs> I remember that one. Kramer carried that box and the go- where was it? The goldfish no, it was a box, on. right? Yeah. He carried that box with like a toaster in it or something, and he carried it around the entire episode. And then Jerry, and then Jerry, Jerry got arrested for peeing in the corner. Remember that? <laughs> yep, I did. It, that was that was great. Kramer turned out to be a real weirdo, didn't he? Mm. Uh, did he? Kind of ruined it with his uh, racial remarks. Yeah, got a little heated. Made, yeah, made a few bad choices. I agree. Kramer was yeah. pretty funny though when they when he but sees uh, Joe DiMaggio when he mm-hmm. goes to the bagel shop. He's like, yeah. I was convinced it was Joe DiMaggio, but I didn't know how to get his attention, so he bangs on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get Joe DiMaggio <laughs> to turn around just to confirm that it was him. <laughs> Doesn't he keep doing that too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like the one where he uses butter to get a tan. 
during uh, oh. the summer. Classic. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, Newman smells him. He's running around. Is someone roasting a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Newman, that fatty. Yeah, <laughs> he's lost a bunch of weight. That's yeah. a ton of weight. In that guy's life. sticking around pretty good. You think a guy looking like that would be just off the radar after a show like that? But. Jurassic Park just got a flash. Newman, the guy, the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's the fat guy. Yep. So in that Dotson. movie, Dotson, we got Dotson here. Yeah. Nobody cares. So in that movie, there are Goonies references. There are there are Goonie reference yes, T-shirts uh, that he was wearing that Chunk was wearing. I saw something online about it. <sighs> it was the pretty. Go- so the, in the Goonies, they were referencing Jurassic Park. No, no, other flip way. that other way around. Goonies is yeah much older. Yeah. which I think there's a second. Go- there's a another Goonies coming out. Is there? Something like that. Sean Astin mm. Scott, right? Yeah. Young Buck. But it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. But again, Sam Wise, big. Boss battle in the end. <coughs> With w- which movie? Goonies. Yeah, boss battle. Boss battle. We need man. to bring the boss battles back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Could you imagine at the end of each Call of Duty level if there was a fucking boss fight? Make it much better. Well, if you mm-hmm. play the story, isn't there a boss battle? Like in Ghost, you play that guy that was the, uh, the two special forces kids. Their dad was like a SEAL or whatever the hell he was. And... His buddy, when they were in that uh, ghost squadron or whatever, that that was the guy that went rogue. Yes. So that was the one brother gets hurt, but the other brother beats. You can you can either decide to kill him in the end or let him go. Yep. And then that kind of creates the next Call of Duty. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I guess I don't play storylines anymore. Yeah, no, I, don't I fell off I, of them. I don't, I love that. I only play storylines. Again, Halo. I will play that all day. The storyline. Yeah. Oh, Halo! Halo is all we played uh, at work. But multiplayer, right? Yep. Yeah, we linked up like six Xboxes, and we would play Halo every night for like four or five hours. So Halo Two. This is my biggest pet peeve with video games nowadays. Yep. And if there's a, a video game developer out there, listen up, okay? Multiplayer matchmaking is fucked up nowadays. It is. Because oh, it's yeah. all based off of. Just you play, you rank, you play, you rank, and you could play people that are not on your skill level, but just ranking is all over the place. It doesn't mean shit. But back in the day with Halo 2, it was like you you beat some people, you went up. You lost, you went down. Yep. And it's like you just always played around your same skill level. It's kind of like with the trophies now with like Clash Royale or Clash of Clans or whatever. It's like you start going up in trophies, you start playing better people, and then you go back down. But trophies matter. Right, that it's kind of the same in Clash Golf, but Clash Golf. I th- heard that there were allegations that it was computers. It is. It's it's rigged. So I had that game. I got up to the point where I had like the master ribbon, had all these clubs unlocked, everything was like max level, and there would be times where I no shit had a perfect shot, and it'd be like shank way left. So I did some research on it, and there was a bunch of people complaining about it because there was whoever created that game had algorithms. To the point where if you were winning a lot of games, it was like their own little, I don't know, safety or whatever you want to call it. It would make you lose games. How so does that benefit them? It, it would just get people pissed off enough to, like, spend real money on it. What a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. It's the same people that made Clash Royale. Same people. 
You think there's the computers out there that if you start doing too well, that they'll fuck you up, or they make you play harder people so that it makes I you I think want so to because buy. okay, so this brings up another point because on Clash Royale, if you don't throw a guy, you just let the time go. I've let a match completely run out of time without him throwing anything. So once you get up in trophies or if you're a certain level and there's like nobody online, let's say, they can't find you a game, the computer automatically generates a previous match based on your your cards. I, I think that's what happens because like I was sending, you know, everything and they weren't responding back. And then that, that one game, I literally sat there until time ran out. He didn't throw one card. That's weird. So Bunch of crooks. I think there's some truth to that. Very strange. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay. <laughs> we went off on a little tangent there. Sorry. My I'm clash golf tangent. All right. I think I'm getting pretty close to uh, closing this out. Wrap it up. Unless you guys got something else you want to talk about. Hmm. Hmm. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Crickets. No. Well, I know we uh, swapped out some people, added some new ones. Everybody, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Joe.